0: Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings this morning are from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Malvin Fujikawa is preaching. His sermon is titled, God's Possible Dream. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here are a few highlights. Today at 11.30 a.m. on Zoom, the Rev. Dale Trunk will be facilitating the first in a three-part perspectives class on Pope Francis' encyclical letter, Fratelli Tutti, We Are All Brothers and Sisters. This Thursday, the 12th, small groups will meet at 8 p.m. via Zoom. We invite you to join us for a time of connecting with one another. As we look ahead to Advent, this year the Advent devotional will be distributed electronically. If you would like to receive a hard copy by mail, please let the church office know by next Monday the 16th. In the written announcements, you will find a letter from our Leadership Council on the decision to continue to worship in a virtual format and to refrain from worshiping in person in our sanctuary for now. I invite you to take a moment to read that. And as we are in the midst of our stewardship campaign, Connie and Rod Swanson have a few words to share, reflecting on what stewardship means to them.
1: It's been said that stewardship is not an aspect of our community life together. It is the whole of our life together. Rod and I certainly heard from childhood that all we have was given by god that's captured in the words of the hymn we give thee but thine own whatever the gift may be
2: over the past few weeks we talked about all that prompts us to support sapc and recalled our first sunday at seventh avenue your heartfelt peace passed to both of us the human circle opened space for us to share eucharist We received your stewardship of hospitality and encouragement, which continues to this day, and it fosters our desire to give.
1: We live in a turbulent, historic intersection, when questions of what we will support rise with urgency. What tasks will we give ourselves to? How does a steward remain steady when life remains uncertain? How do we challenge the culture of scarcity? How do we build a culture of enough? What does stewardship look like going forward?
2: The theme, moving forward together, is a call to be ready for whatever comes next. Like the wise virgins who took oil in jars along with their lamps. Although the bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they fell asleep. When the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, they woke up, trimmed their lamps, and went in with him.
1: Jesus' story describes five wise young women. Though they fell asleep, in their wait, they were ready and hope-filled. Certainly stewardship going forward will require us to be both hope-filled and ready. In the languages Spanish and Hebrew, these two words are linked. The Spanish Esperar means to wait, while Esperanzo means hope. In Hebrew, the word cuve describes an active, alert, hope-filled wait. Restaurant wait staff provide us with a good example of waiting, poised and ready in anticipation of every diner's need.
2: In whatever way history unfolds in the coming months or even years, this posture of stewardship remains fundamental for us. A steadiness of giving to and receiving from each other, stability of financial support that encompasses not an aspect, but the whole of our life together.
0: And now, in preparation to worship, you are invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God.
3: Blessed are the poor in spirit,
4: for theirs is the sovereignty of God.
3: Blessed are those who mourn,
4: for they shall be comforted.
3: Blessed are the meek,
4: for they shall inherit the earth.
3: Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness,
4: for they will be filled.
3: Let us worship God.
4: Alleluia. Amen.
5: Let
6: us pray. God of life, open unto us light for our darkness. Open unto us courage for our fears. Open unto us peace for our turmoil. Open unto us joy for our sorrow. Open unto us wisdom for our confusion. Open unto us forgiveness for our mistakes. Open unto us your very self, O God, open us unto you. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. The clear waters of Christ flow within us.
2: Calling us to speak our truth.
6: The clear waters of Christ flow within us. Opening
2: us to life.
6: The old has passed away.
2: The new has come.
6: We are forgiven and made whole.
2: Blessed be. Amen.
4: A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, beginning with the first verse. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God, we give you thanks for these ancient words. Open our hearts and minds that we might hear your word for us this day. Amen. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the sovereignty of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Here, with the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
3: Continuation from the Gospel of Matthew. Listen for the word of God. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the sovereignty of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Here ends the reading.
7: To dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe to bear with unbearable sorrow star this is my quest to follow that star
8: artists and dreamers, what in the world? How in the world are they helping the cause? We have more than enough hell-raising insanity to deal with at this moment. And these so-called visionaries are seeing monsters and worlds that don't even exist. And honestly, we just need some practical solutions and resolutions to get us through the craziness we are in right now. An impossible dream is a nice way to while away the hours, but we are in desperate need of a very possible way forward to some kind of normality again. Thank you very much. Exactly. Jesus, our wild and crazy visionary Christ, begins his ministry at a large, not so very socially distanced gathering. And instead of telling the weary crowd about his heavenly strategic plan to fix all the unrightable wrongs they are facing every day of their lives, he paints a picture. Great. Oh, 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 and get this. The vision that is coming out of his heart and mind is upside down. (laughs) Yep. He tells them that they are already blessed. And you can just see all the thought bubbles loading up above the picnic blankets. Uh, Jesus, are you out of your mind? We are poverty-stricken and depressed. The leaders of our land don't give two hoots about us. And you're describing this new and wonderful world as a place where nothing changes for us? (laughs) And you're also telling us that we should throw a party and celebrate? That's no dream. That's a nightmare. The Son of God is also a bubble mind reader, and he is undeterred by the texting that he sees going on. Guy, guys, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about about you to discredit me. You can be glad when that happens. <laughs> Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. Woohoo. So a couple of Saturdays ago. In obedience to Jesus's crazy dream request, I threw my drive by 10 year coming out anniversary party. It was so much fun. People drove up and we toasted each other with Martinelli's sparkly, sparkling apple cider in disposable plastic glasses. One of my dearest friends made beautiful rainbow cupcakes that were beyond description. And a few of us hung out afterwards, eating and drinking the best tacos and real champagne I have ever consumed, socially distanced or not. But can I tell you something? While the party was a blast and a celebration beyond compare, the past 10 years have not been easy or pleasant or normal. A few months before I started my coming out process, I resigned from my role as the lead pastor in a theologically conservative church and left the work that I loved and served for in served for more than three decades. I was also 55 years old and not yet the qualifying age to collect pensions or social security, but I knew I knew that I heard God calling me to come out and to finally celebrate all of the person he had made me to be. The greatest gift in the past decade, of course, was meeting and marrying my beloved husband, Mark Hamner. Mark was diagnosed with leukemia shortly after we met, received a bone marrow transplant a year later, and Mark died after living another five years to the day. There is no way to describe the agony of grief after a person loses their spouse. In those early days after Mark's death, I did not feel blessed or excited about throwing a party. I wanted to throw cups and dishes at the walls and watch them shatter. And I've also discovered that while things and conditions are much better for the LGBTQ plus community, it is still not completely safe to be publicly out of the closet, especially and tragically in the church that Jesus began. I never would have made it were it not for my family and a few very dear and loving friends. Christine, was and is high on the list of those that supported me through the good times and the darkest days of my life. So at the coming out party, she sent me an email and had another close friend read it to me. Christians talk a lot about being witnesses. There's even an entire evangelism theme that comes with a designation. But my experience with Melvin has been the opposite. I have been lucky enough to witness his incredible journey these past 10 years. I'm not one that likes to join an audience, but Melvin invited me to watch from the wings of the stage while he gave the performance of his life. How fearless do you have to be to come out after living a straight Asian Baptist life for over half a century? What kind of crazy person is willing to risk everything he ever knew to jump off that cliff? The same kind of person that falls in love for the first time in his fifties. And did courage or insanity inspire him to give a death-do-us-part commitment to Mark when death was already around the corner? Melvin, many people might call you a fool but Jesus loved the poor, the sad, the meek, the hungry. You remember the verses in Matthew. There are eight Beatitudes, but there should have been nine. Blessed are the fools, for they will be shown favor beyond measure. Something else Christians say is that God loves all of us the same. Maybe so but I swear you are one of his favorites. It's probably how you got picked for the lead role in the epic musical you've been starring in for the past decade and rehearsing for your entire life. Congratulations on your 10th coming out anniversary. It's time for your acceptance speech. Love, Christine. My words of acceptance and the encouragement from the God of the upside down kingdom of heaven are the same. We share these heartfelt words of love with all of you in the midst of this terrifying storm and the loss of thousands of lives. Come out, come out of the pandemic. Come out of the fear and oppressions that are destroying your land and your soul. Be. Be the church. Be the upside-down possible dream. Love the poor. Comfort the grieving people left behind. Come out of hiding and let the world know that they are blessed just for who they are. My dream is possible only when you lay down your life for one another. And one last thing. Remember. Remember to celebrate. Celebrate your life, and the crazy and wonderful new world that's just around the corner.
7: And the world will be better for this. That one man, scorned and covered with scars, still strove with his last ounce of courage. i
1: We believe in God, who sees us as beloved, regardless of how we see ourselves. We believe in Christ, who shows us the way of freedom, both inward and outward. We believe in the Spirit, who empowers us to face the challenges of freedom. This we believe. Amen.
0: Love one another, and one of the ways we do that is pray. So let us now join our hearts in prayer with one another, offering prayers for the world, for the whole human family, and all of creation. God of hope, we give you thanks for the artists and dreams who inspire us to believe in the impossible. We give you thanks for the courage to reach for the unreachable star as we live into the fullness of who you created us to be. We give you thanks for the support of those who witness our lives and who, with all the love of rainbow cupcakes, celebrate as we find self-acceptance. We pray that the gift of love might grow within us and expand outward that we might live the dream we hold. We pray for our fellow worldwide citizens, those who have been in wait with us as we have faced our own storm. We pray that they would be well. We pray for Vienna, that comfort and understanding might come. We pray that where courage is needed, it would be found and that our common humanity would be a source of healing. We pray for those near to us, for those in our towns and cities, for those in the inner sunset, for our families and our friends. We pray for all those who are struggling to dream, all those who are weary, all those in need of support. And we pray for those celebrating and welcoming new life. Hold us as we hold one another. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. We make this prayer in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying,
1: Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen.
0: We go forth. We are charged to come out of our places of fear, out of our places of oppression and into love. We are charged to celebrate life and dare to dream the impossible.